Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. Let me hear somebody say, when you always feel overwhelmed, that means that your focus is wrong. You are focusing on your problem instead of focusing on Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verses 4, chapter 4, verse 8 in the Living Bible says, We are praised on every side by troubles. Has anybody ever been there? Praised on every side by troubles. Children troubles, business trouble, job troubles, body trouble, you trouble. But not crushed and broken. Why do you think that you are so praised and yet you are not crushed and broken? That is because, as we are going to find out, there is another force on the inside of you that is pushing back on the pressure that comes on you. The force on the inside of you is much greater than the force on the outside of you. So we are perplexed. That means that the... Sometimes we don't even know what to think. We are perplexed. (coughs) Excuse me. We wonder what is going on here because we don't know why things happen. Has anybody here ever been in a, a place that you really did not know what was happening? We don't know why things happen as they do, but we don't give up and quit. Have you ever thought about the fact that in spite of the pressure, Lee, you haven't given up yet, and you haven't quit, and you will not give up, and you will not quit? If we are going to be honest, we will all say that we all experience life pressures. I'm talking about times that we feel overwhelmed by the cares of life. The challenges in the natural, some of the in the natural, look too big to overcome. For instance, we never thought that we'll be dealing with illness, but now we are dealing with something that the enemy throughout us. We thought that the legal battle would be over months ago. But after so many months, maybe after so many years, we're still fighting. Don't you know that it's easy to feel like it's too much? Has anybody here ever heard somebody say, this is too much for me? I don't think I can handle it. Sometimes we feel that it's too much. 
that we can't handle it anymore. But the truth is that though you have been praised on all sides, you still not crushed. You did not hear me, did you? Though you have been praised on all sides, on your mind, on your body, business, children, physical, spiritual, emotional, you are not yet crushed. Yes, you are perplexed. You wonder what's going on. Because you don't know what's going on. But you are still here. Touch yourself to make sure that you are still here. You're still here. You haven't given up Terry or quit fighting. Why? The answer is that you are stronger than you think. Most of us here are stronger than we usually think we are. But I want to promise you that when you start seeing yourself as strong, empowered, well able, you won't live always feeling overwhelmed. Does that make any sense to anybody? Because the way that you look at things will determine the way that you feel. The way that you look at your situation will determine the way that you feel. For instance, if you knew that uh, your mortgage is due today, and you know that there's somebody that you trust that has told you that they had just wired an overnight check to you, you won't feel overwhelmed. You won't feel that, uh, you know, you won't, you won't lose your uh, cool. Because the person has told you that uh, the money is supposed to arrive at your house at it's 7 o'clock in the morning, and the rent is due by 5 o'clock. Now, a person with the right mind doesn't sit there and worry about, is the money going to come or is it going to come? Because for one, the friend that makes the promise is a man of integrity. The post office, they have called, now he's tracking the money and they say it's gonna be in your house seven o'clock in the morning. See, if that happens to us, we relax and we just quit worrying. But what about God? He says, I will supply all of your need according to my riches, not your friend's riches in glory, not on earth, by Christ Jesus. See, we would rather trust our, we will trust our friends before we trust the God who made our friends. So when you start seeing yourself as strong, empowered, well-able, you will live always feeling overwhelmed. Now you see why that person says that if you are always living uh, 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 feeling overwhelmed that your focus is wrong. Because when you know that uh, you've got the resources, even though 
You haven't seen it. You will relax. Tell someone say relax. You'll discover strength that you didn't know you had. In other words, when you begin to see yourself as a child of the living God, strong, empowered, well able, you won't always feel overwhelmed. You'll discover strength that you did not know you had. You won't feel inferior under any circumstance. You will realize that you are built for your assignment. Jesus. Jesus. Let me tell you this, Sandra. No one can do what God called you to do. And Larry, you don't have any reason to be envious of anyone. Because God has already wired you, Roland, for what you are going to be facing every day for the next five years. Now, it's true that you got some dirt on your, on your life along life's trail. And you are going through a lot of challenges at this time. And the enemy is trying to tell you that God is not going to be good to you because you've not been good to God. But my Bible tells me that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. God is always full of faith. That's my own thing. Great is his faithfulness. And that translation says, if it was not for God's mercy, we would have been consumed. But his compassions fail not. They are, oh, Jesus. Somebody here or here or a shout hallelujah. In other words, regardless of how dirty you are, God always comes to you with compassion. He comes to you with passion. God will not love you anymore tomorrow when you think that you've cleaned up than he does today. His love for you doesn't change because he does not love you based on what you do. He loves you based, Dennis, on what he did for you at the cross of Calvary. Honey, he paid all of the price of your sin because God does not just overlook sin. He punished sin but he punished it on himself and his son. He paid the price of sin when he allowed Jesus to die at the cross of Calvary. So don't tell me that uh, I'm teaching you that God overlooks sin. God doesn't, God hates sin. But he loved you so much that he allowed his son to take the punishment for your sin. And now when God looks at you, he looks at you as though you've never sinned before. And somebody says, aren't you giving people license to sin? No, you don't give people license to sin. People know how to sin. What you need to do is to turn people to Jesus yeah. and let them know that as long as they look at their sin, they're going to be still drawn to sin. Yeah. But as long as they look at Jesus, they're going to take on the life of Jesus. Yeah. If you are struggling with issues today, drugs, uh, 
all kinds of chemical, pornography or whatsoever, don't try to stop it. Just know that Jesus died for you. Look unto Jesus because that is where your healing is going to come from. Think about it. You have been trying for years. Think about all the resolutions that you have written. Think about all the things that you have. Think about all the nights that you have cried. Think about all the times that you have wanted to take yourself, to, to commit suicide because you were so frustrated with yourself. If it took just stopping doing something bad and just doing something good, you would have done it many years ago. So I'm telling you that what you have been doing has not been working. How about you just say, Jesus, I have tried everything that I know to, and I cannot. If you don't help me, I'm not going to have any help. But I trust that you're going to help me. I know that you have saved me. I know that you've washed me. I know that I'm not living that I should be living, but I'm trusting that uh, because you hung on the cross for me and I look unto you, I'm going to take on your life. Yes. It is true that you've got some dirt along the way and you are going through a lot of challenges. But neither the dirt nor the mistakes that you have made on the way will hold you back. I prophesy in the name of Jesus that whatever is trying to hold you back today has to release you because of the one that is working from the inside of you. The Bible tells us that God is able to do exceedingly more abundantly than we could ask or think about according to the power that is working in us. There is power that is working in you that is neutralizing the pressure that is coming from outside and God is going to change you to the man and the woman that you have desired, that you always desire to be. I'm telling you, you need to trust me because I have tested, I have trusted, I have proved that this God is real. I may not know what lies ahead. The way I may not see, one thing I know who is my guide, the way he shows to me. I know who holds the future. I know he holds my hands. With Jesus, things don't just happen. Everything by him is planned. And as I see tomorrow, with all of his challenges, great and small, I'm going to trust the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Moses, the God of David, the God of Jesus Christ. I'm going to give to him all my all. What a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and graves to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Are you weak? Are you heavy laden? Bring it all to the altar. Say to Jesus, I've been fighting for the longest time. I'm tired of fighting. I'm just surrendering. Just take my life and use it in the way that will bring glory and honor unto you. Neither the dirt nor the mistakes can hold you back. You have the life of an almighty God in you. You've been designed, Terry, for this time. Honey, you've been designed for this hour. 
all of you watching me, you have been designed, you have been equipped for what you are facing right now. So I want you to discard the I can't do mindset because you have I can do mindset. The Bible tells us that we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Get in agreement with God and his word. Let me tell you this, there's a mighty warrior in the inside of you watching me. There's a mighty warrior on the inside of you in this house. In George's chapter 6, uh, there's a young man who was called, uh, called Gideon. He was uh, uh, afraid of the Midianites because the Midianites were the uh, enemies of Israel. They would, when the children of Israel would plant, they would come and just uh, dig out the crops and uh, they harass them. Uh, so this young man was hiding in the basement away from trying to hide from the Midianites. In Georgia, I prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that God is bringing you out of the basement, that God is going to use you in a way that you've never, ever dreamed about. Yes, you are so distraught, you are so intimidated, you are so overwhelmed. But God is saying to you what he said to Gideon in, D, in George's chapter 6, verse 3. He says, when the angel of the Lord appeared, could it be that I am that angel of the Lord tonight? Could it, could it be that I am that messenger of God? The word angel means messenger. Could it be that God has anointed me to become a messenger to you, Michael, and to let you know that you are a mighty warrior. The Bible tells us when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, hiding in the basement, he said, the Lord is with you. Someone said, the Lord is with you. Don't you know that in all that you are going through now, God is there with you. When you go through fire, it will not burn you. When you go through water, it will not overwhelm you. When you are in the lion's den, you will be playing with the lions. Not because of anything about you, but because God is all over you. God has given you favor with the lions. God has covered you. God's favor goes with you anywhere and everywhere. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Some of the tortures that the Lord is with me. The Lord is with you. Even though you are hiding in the basement from your enemy, there's something mighty in the inside of you. You are a mighty warrior. If you'll get in an agreement with God and his word, I believe in the name of Jesus. And I prophesy that you will discover new strength and new courage in you. Not only so, but also you will discover the ability and favor in you that you've never seen before. Let me tell you this, my friend. You are not just going to survive. Don't play survival because we are not meant to just survive. We are meant to become overcomer. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. You are not just going to survive. You are going to thrive in that business. You are going to thrive in raising of those children. You are going to thrive in your workplace. You are going to thrive in your body. You're going to be able to lie down and sleep peacefully again in the name of Jesus. You are going to be able to defeat every giant in your life. 
God is going to surprise you with amazing miracles. How many people here can do with some miracles? Can use some miracles? You are going to accomplish every one of your dreams because those dreams did not come from you. Those dreams come from God who created you. He knew that you will be facing things at this time. You are going to accomplish every dream of yours. You are going to be amazed and you are going to amaze every one person who knows you. And you are going to see God bless you beyond your highest hopes and and your wildest dreams. See, this is what happened to Gideon, who was hiding from the Midianites in the wine press, afraid of the Midianites, who had surrounded his city. I can imagine the pressure he was under, how he felt overwhelmed by all problems. Has anybody here ever felt overwhelmed by physical, spiritual, emotional, psychological, financial work problem? And I believe that he worried. He was wondering what had happened to him. But just when it seemed like he could bear no more, an angel, Pastor George. Did I just say that? The word angel means messenger. When it seemed like he couldn't bear any, he couldn't bear it any longer. It, it isn't interesting how that when you come to that point that you are just about to crack, God steps in. An angel of God showed up. An angel of God is showing up in your daughter now. An angel of God is showing up in your grandchildren now. An angel of God is showing up in your household now, in your husband, in your business. Something supernatural, something extraordinary, something beyond human comprehension is happening in your household beginning this very moment. And he said, mighty hero. And the Lord says, the Lord is with you. In all of these things that you are going through, you are still a mighty hero. And the Lord is with you. One translation says, valiant man of fearless courage. Can you believe that this man was so fearful in the basement? But God did not see the fear. He saw what he put in the inside of him. He called him valiant man or valiant woman of fearless courage. Gideon didn't feel like a mighty hero at this time. He was hiding. He didn't feel courageous. He felt weak. He was intimidated. In effect, the angel was saying, Gideon, you are stronger than you think. Dennis, you are stronger than you think. Larry, you are stronger than you think. And you watching me, you are stronger than you think. You are letting this situation overwhelm you. You think that it's unbearable. But I am here to tell you, God says, you have got to remember that you can take it because you've got what it takes. Some of the, touch yourself and say, I've got what it takes. You are courageous, you are talented, you are favored, you are able, you are equipped. Gideon did not know what was in him. He saw what was around him. All of the bills piling up. 
I remember hearing the story of this man uh, who had so many bills that uh, 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 on, on the day that he paid his bills, he would just dump all of them in a basket and close his eyes to pick up one that he was going to pay. And, uh, and uh, as he was uh, just uh, shoveling, because uh, he put all his bills and shuffled, and then was about to put his hands on when the telephone rang and it was a bill collector. And the man said, let me tell you this. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to pay. I put your bill on the basket. I'm shuffling. If you call me again, your bill will never go in this basket. Okay, you don't know what I'm talking about. Some people are so much praise, bills, babies, boys, girls, husband, wife, job, whatever. They don't even know where to start. Gideon did not know what was in him. He saw what was around him, enemies that looked too big, opposition that seemed insurmountable. The angel, Pastor George, of God came to remind him of what was in him. The angel went on to say, Gideon, you are to lead the people of Israel against the media. What do you mean, God? I'm running. I'm hiding. You are talking to the wrong person. But you know why God will tell you that? Because he sees what is in the inside of you, not what is surrounding you. But even though he saw an angel, he still wasn't convinced. He said, are you joking? I come from the poorest family. I am the least one in my father's house. See, Gideon was saying, you are calling me strong. You calling me a hero because you don't know my background and what I am coming against. If you didn't know, you wouldn't even call me mighty. How many of you know that God knows everything that you are going through? That God is not going to call you by what you are going through. He's going to call you by what he put in the inside of you. Are you sure you know what you are talking about? I believe Gideon said to the angel. You would have thought that that would change the angel's mind. See, what you think about yourself doesn't bother me because I know what God thinks about you. That, that's why I want you to go by what you know, not what you see. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, for we walk by faith. Some of them, we walk by faith, not by sight. Gideon didn't understand what God wants. Uh, Gideon did not understand that God won't let you get into a situation if he hasn't already equipped you for it. Did anybody get that? If it was too much to bear, God wouldn't have allowed it. The fact that he was in it meant that Gideon could handle it. So don't ever tell me that it's too much for you because my Bible tells me that no te temptation will over overtake a Christian except that which is common to man, that God is faithful. Somebody, God is faithful. 
He will not allow you to be tempted above what you are able. But with the temptation, somebody with the temptation, he will make a way for you that you will be able to bear it. God doesn't say that we should survive. He wants us to bear it because breakthrough is coming. It is going to come quicker than you think. Let me tell you this, my friend. Like Gideon, you may be thinking that the odds are against you in your situation. You may be feeling totally overwhelmed in your situation. The truth, though, is that you are stronger than you think. Touch yourself and say, I'm stronger than I sometimes. Turn, turn to someone and say, girl, boy, you are stronger than you think. You are more powerful than you think. You know why? Because the most high God is breathing on your life. Right now, God is saying to you, as he did, Gideon, mighty hero, rise up. Some of the rise up. No, I want you to rise up from the inside of you. Mighty hero, stand strong. Mighty hero, you are well able. You would think after the angel has spoken like this to Gideon, that he would say, well, I know I'm going. No. Even after that, he would still doubt. So we would think that after the angel called him a mighty hero, he would be full of faith. I'm so thankful to God that when I don't have faith, I can still use God's faith. He remains faithful when I'm faithless. You would think that he would have faith to ready to go take new grounds, but Gideon still wasn't convinced. And God could have said, well, forget about it, Gideon. Gideon. If you don't get it this time, forget about it. I'm going to go and get someone else. If you see yourself weak, then I can't use you. But God did not give up on him. Now, if God has not given up on your husband, your wife, your son, your daughter, why are you giving up on them? God didn't give up on him as faithless as he was. Similarly, you may think of all the reasons that you can't overcome your situation, why the problem is too big, and how it is unbearable. But God hasn't given up on you. He has not given up on the call that he placed on your life. He hasn't given up on the promise to heal you, to deliver your children. For you. He hasn't given up on the promise that your children will be worshiping him. He's going to keep calling you a mighty hero regardless of what you think about yourself. He's going to keep telling you that you are stronger than you think. Touch yourself and say, I'm stronger than I usually think. God is going to keep pushing you forward because he's a faithful God. Meanwhile, you know what? Gideon and one of his men decided to sneak into the Midian's camp to see what was happening there. You know what he found out? He saw several armies had united to fight the Israelites. And Gideon only had 300 men. And it seemed impossible task. Have you ever come to a situation that seemed impossible? Have you ever 
felt that God wanted you to do something that you felt was an impossible task. But you know what, to Gideon's surprise, as soon as he entered into the Midian's camp, they overheard one of them talking about a dream that he had. And one of them said, I know exactly what that dream means. God has given Gideon and the Israelites victory over us. If you knew what the enemy is thinking about you right now, you would be celebrating. You would be jumping and shouting and flipping over. God has given Gideon and the Israelites victory over us. So when Gideon heard that, he returned to the camp, shouted to his men, Get up! Get up! Get up. Get up. The Lord has given us victory over cancer. The Lord has given us victory over arthritic condition, over anything that comes against our children, our business, our work, our body. Somebody said, the Lord has given me victory over every situation that I'm facing now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that situation has to go. Get up. Somebody said, get up. The Lord has given you victory. So he no longer felt weak. He did not feel intimidated. Don't feel weak any longer because this is an angel standing here on the pulpit addressing you. Because, you know, some of us say, well, if an angel spoke to me, I would believe. But an angel is speaking to you now. Do you believe? That angel did not have wings. He just came like a man. He thought that it was a man visiting him at the basement. He was looking at the man from the, from the natural. But this was an angel of God. Am I telling you that I'm an angel of God? Yes, I am. But once he had that revelation... He was no longer, he did not feel weak, intimidated, and overwhelmed. He knew he was able. Do you know that you are able and that God had already given you victory over the situation in your marriage, in your finances, in your business? Yeah, you have been fighting and fighting and fighting. I tell you that the God has just stopped that fight. And God is taking you to a position of a winner from the position of just a fire. So at midnight, Gideon and his men attacked the enemy. Though they were outnumbered, the Israelites won the victory. In the natural, you are outnumbered by the people, that the things that are coming against you, the lies, the innuendos, and all of these things that God is already, somebody say, behind the scenes. There's a fight that is going on. Hallelujah. God has already given you victory. The truth is that if the angel had not challenged Gideon to see himself different, that's why I'm I'm trying to challenge you to think different, he would have missed the the destiny. 
Let me tell you this, my friend. You are not hearing this message by chance. God is saying to you, you are stronger than you think. You are bigger than you think you are. You are bigger than anything that is coming against you now. You have what it takes to defeat what is trying to stop you. Did you hear what I just said? You watching everyone in the house, I want you to know that you've got what it takes to defeat what is trying to stop you. Like Gideon, right now you may feel weak, intimidated, overwhelmed. That's okay. But don't let your feeling control you or have the final say. Don't let your feelings run your life. Let God's word run your life. Go by what you know in the word. You are the righteousness of God. You are more than conqueror through him who loves you. Go by what God says about you, not your feeling. Declare what you know, not what you feel or see in the natural. In Joel chapter 3 verse 10, the Bible tells us, beat your plowshares into swords. In other words, whatever you had been using in the natural, <coughs> excuse me, whatever natural weapons that you have been using, beat it up into the word of God, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and you have pruned hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I'm so weak. No, let the weak say, I'm strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the, uh, the, the, the sick say, I am healed. Therefore, when you feel weak, you need to say, I am strong. When you are overwhelmed, you need to say, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. When you feel intimidated, say, I'm a mighty hero. I am a mighty woman of God. I've already worn this button. When you are overwhelmed, say, I can handle it. Somebody say, I can handle it. I am well, somebody say, I am well able. I can take these punches. Yes, I can handle this business problem. I can handle this relationship problem. I can handle this marriage problem. I can handle this job problem. I can handle this children problem. I can handle this thing that's coming against my body because I know that it's just a matter of time before it gets out because he himself bore my sins on his body on the tree. So that I being, so that by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Somebody say, I am healed. If you were healed, then you is healed. When you are afraid, you can say, I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He's become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, would I draw waters from the wells of my salvation. Wherever you are afraid, you can say, I will trust and not be afraid. Say, the Lord is my strength. Somebody say, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my song. The Lord is my deliverer, my salvation. Let me tell you this, my friend. If you could hear the enemy talking about you, he'd be saying, that's God's child. Don't mess with her. 
Don't mess with him. Sometimes you know what the enemies know who we are more than better than we do. The enemy knows more about us than we do. He's more afraid of us than we are of him. Let me tell you this, my friend. God is not only saying that you are stronger than you think. Even the enemies are saying that girl is stronger than she thinks. I hope that she doesn't know what she has. I hope he doesn't know what he has. I can just win the battle by default. As long as he doesn't know what he has, then I can just intimidate him to death. So I want to implore you, beg you to forget about the lies that the enemy has been telling you. Rise up to become all that God created you to be. Rise up to become the mighty man, the mighty woman of God. Rise up on the inside and say, I can handle it. I can take it. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who's already infused his life into me. Hallelujah. Today begins another day of triumphs over the enemy. I can do all things. I can handle all things. I'm already victorious. I'm already more than, not just victorious, but more than conqueror through him who loved us. Because I'm convinced that neither life, nor death, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, shall be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I do condemn because this is the heritage of the servant of the living God and my salvation is of him. I can stamp the enemy with my foot because the enemy is under my feet. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I want to thank you. That tonight you have infused some strength, energy, ability, conquering spirit in me, in all of the people that are watching and all of the people that are listening. And I know, Lord, that by the revelation that you have given to us, we know right this minute that we are stronger than we ever thought we were. And so we rise up from the inside of us. And we know that the enemy is defeated. Jesus is exalted. And God reigns forever and ever. Did anybody get anything from tonight? Shout hallelujah. Say glory. And if you are there and you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, I want you to know that there's a way back to God from the dark paths of sin. You don't have to wait until you are clean. Just come as dirty as you are and say, Jesus, I want to make you my savior. He's going to clean you. He's going to give you a new robe, new shoes, new ring. He's going to give you a new jacket. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody here shout hallelujah. He's going to make you a brand new person. Your life will never be the same again. And if you are not a member of this church or living in this area, find a good church that teaches the word. Be an integral part of that church. If you are in this area, just come and visit. And don't worry about joining the church. Just come and sit and receive the word. 
And if after six months your life is still the same, maybe you just need to go and look for somebody else who's going to minister to you. But I believe that if you come to this church and you sit for six months and receive the word, the word is going to transform you. Your situation is not going to be the same. Was anybody blessed tonight? Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Say glory. glory. Say Jesus. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Uta. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.